everyone. Flee for your lives. Emergency. Batman speaking. Warning all of you to brace yourselves for big news. The biggest. Tell them, Robin. Holy surprises, Batman. It's really exciting. Soon, very soon, Batman and I will be batapulting right out of your TV sets and onto your theater screens. That's right, Robin. Our first full-length motion picture feature in color opens a whole new world of thrills. <laughs> space on land, sea, and in the air to challenge the most bataclysmic collection of super criminals ever. Their minimum objective must be the entire world. And here are the dastardly villains, the Catwoman. You're going to see the perfect crime when I get Batman in my claws. The Joker. Have you heard this one? It'll kill you, Batman. <laughs> the Penguin. There are two eggs this wily bird is going to scramble. Batman and Robin. <laughs> the Riddler. Question. Who's going to make the feathers fly and knock Batman and Robin out of the sky? See, the new weapons in the Bat Arsenal combat the forces of evil. The Batcopter. The exploding, man-eating shark. Holy sardine! The relentless Megaton Magnet. The unholy quartet secret submarine. Fire one! Fire one! The Batboat, for an action. The Deadly Disintegrator. The attack on the Batcave. Holy hallucination! You'll blast through the skies on these mad, manned missiles. And you'll be with me, Robin, at the Bat Scanner, eavesdropping on Batman's romance. And you'll shudder at the death-dealing Polaris missiles. Brace yourself, Robin. This could be the end. And that's just a sample of the exciting exploits ahead in our first feature motion picture. Holy memoranda, folks. Make a note not to miss it. Good thinking, Robin. Acid Trip Batman. Hello and welcome to Here's a Joy's Reviews, the movie review podcast that'll slice and dice or praise and hype a movie. Each and every month there's a thing, and as it's Batman's 80th anniversary this year, I thought I'd cover all the Batman movies. So here we have it Batman 66, the camp crazy, tongue-in-cheek Batman movie that doesn't take itself too seriously. This, however, was the bane of Batman for years as Warner Bros. tried to kill the camp. In fact, they wanted a serious Batman movie out in the 70s after the huge success of Superman 78. But no one could take the Crusader seriously after all the harpooning that was done by Adam West's Batman. 
And like most children of the 80s, I saw this on reruns early on in the mornings before school. And even as a kid, I didn't like this. It was just too silly, even for me as an eight-year-old. So, uh, this brings me to Batman 66, a film between seasons one and two to hype up the flagging series. Hence why Julie Dumar is recast as Catwoman. Uh, due to her being unaware of this project, she took a film role instead. Therefore, she was replaced by Lee Weatherweather. Hence why Catwoman doesn't show up until a good 10 minutes into this and why she was recast. Also, it's naturally explained why she goes from Joe Newmar to Lee Meadowitter to Eartha Kitt, but moving on, as I've not seen the bloody series in years. And I think I have covered every single version of Catwoman to date, except Joe Newmar and Eartha Kitt. Also, of course, the cartoon ones, but eh, who cares. From Michelle Pfeiffer's sexy yet slightly crazed one to Halle Berry's bug nuts crazy balls to the wall trying to hard to be sexy Catwoman and coming soon Anne Hathaway's cunning and kick-ass Catwoman. And now here we have it, uh, Lee Middleworth's camp and frankly useless Catwoman. Let's just don the cape and cow and dive into Batman 66 uh, with its budget of 1.5 million. This thing pulled in a lousy 1.7 million and was cut up into four episodes. Starring Adam West, Burt Ward, Lee Middleweather, Cesar Romaro, Burgess Meredith, Frank Gershwin, Alan Napier and Neil Hamilton. Directed by Leslie Martinson. Uh, the plot, a Batman or Robin have to deal with Gotham's most fiendish supervillains, the Joker, the Penguin, the Riddler, and Catwoman. After they've kidnapped members of the United Nations, once they've turned them into dust, so Canada and outdo stop these four masterminds, or will Bruce be too busy playing with Catwoman's pussy cat to care? Find out here. And the movie opens up on, no, not the WB logo, but Fox. So it doesn't mean like Catwoman, and this is actually a Disney princess then. Hmm. Then a weird opening of a multicoloured spotlight showing us the cast mixed in is weird shock writings such as quote we wish to express our gratitude to the enemies of crime and the crusaders against crime throughout the world unquote i think i'd have a hit of a bong before i dive into this bloody thing and oh yeah they have changed the title music too once this is over it is straight to the <coughs> action as bruce wayne played by the late adam west of playing Batman, and of course, Family Guy. Because that's all he basically did was play Mayor West and Adam, uh, Adam West, and Batman throughout the rest of his bloody career. He was typecasted horrendously. Anyway, and of course, his Dick Grayson, played by Burt Ward, of, well, just playing Robin to West's Batman, is called to deal with a mysterious SOS from a luxury yacht. So off, Dick slides down the bat pole and into the iconic Batman Robin outfits straight into the 60s Batmobile. And I love the fact there's a switch on the wall that says change to bat costumes. I mean, mid-pole slides? Get in. Anyway, the Batmobile itself is a Ford concept car, a Lincoln Furtina, which is 19 feet long and has a top speed of a meagre 158 miles an hour. I mean, the other two... Uh, were 325 and 356, I believe. So, hmm, this one's pretty slow. 
And rumour has it, this was bought for $1 and was made over into the Batabio, which is now worth $4.7 million. And oh yeah, the narrator should be fired. His dull, draining voice is nothing like the one in a TV show, even though it's the same bloody guy, William Drozer. I guess as it hasn't kicked in then. Hmm. Off the door, the dynamic duo to an airport to board the Batcopter. And why isn't the Batcopter in the Batcave? Or would that require a new set built? Because did I mention this thing was done on the cheap? And also, why does this helicopter have wings? It's a fucking helicopter for... F no matter. They, or rather two stunt uh, pilots dressed in these ridiculous outfits, fly out to sea to rescue the uh, stranded yacht in distress. And I love the fact that Everyone waves at this helicopter from bikini-clad babes on a skyscraper for reasons to the army and the bloody near-useless police. Once arriving at the yacht's location, Batman climbs out, shimmies down the bat ladder and tries to board the yacht. And what you'd know, it's a trap as the boat is a hologram. Here, Batman has a great white shark. That would put Bruce to shame attached to his leg. And no matter, one spray from the bat shark repellent. And I love the fact there's others, including a barracuda, whale, and a manta ray. I mean, why not? And I also love the fact that Batman punches this clearly foam shark in the face multiple times. One spray later, and the shark falls to its death, exploding on contact as it hits the water. Did Spielberg watch this and take notes, I ask? Hmm. Also, I love the fact that Robin takes a good minute or so to get to Batman, yet there's not one shark scrape or a bite in sight. Also, I love the fact that Batman goes from dad bod to well-built, muscled stuntman. And what could Adam West hang from these fucking ladders a few feet off the ground and have a fucking foam shark stuck to his leg? The lazy old fucking... While I'm at it, this lackadaisical Batman acting is because Adam West only agreed to do this if he was more Bruce Wayne than Batman, hence why he's in Berlin the fucking outfit. Back to Police HQ as the press take pictures of Batman and Robin and he will meet not only Commissioner Gordon, played by Neil Hamilton of the early Fu Manchu movies, early Batman movies, Perry Mason and of course 60s Batman and his useless chief of Police Chief O'Hara, played by Stamford Rep, but our new Catwoman slash Miss Kitka, played by Lee Middleweather of Time Tunnel, Mission Impossible TV show, Barnaby Jones, The Monsters Today, and All My Children. Like I said, she was a last minute replacement. During this press conference, Batman fields questions about the yacht and exploding shark, where he answers, quote, this was an unfortunate animal that swallowed a mine. Unquote. Wait, what? The shark exploded due to it swallowed a mine? Who the fuck wrote this shit? Also, here he first claps eyes on Miss Kitka, and boom, he's in love, because of course he is, he's a horny Batman. Oh my god, he puts bloody Captain Kirk to fucking shame. <clears throat> She asks him to remove his mask, but Batman simply refuses, telling her if they were to remove their mask, then people would know who they were, and they couldn't fight crime. Yeah, think? Also, if people knew Batman was a millionaire swinger, then bang would go the crime fighting. Wait, what am I saying here? This is a fucking 60s Batman. Just run with a bloody thing. 
of the press all thrown out after that, Batman, Robin and Commissioner Gordon use some mental gymnastics, even SJWs would be like, no man, that's too far, to figure out Catwoman, Joker, Riddler and Penguin have all teamed up somehow. I mean, they literally pulled us out of their fucking asses. So now we have it, Batman and Robin versus Riddler, Joker, Catwoman and Penguin. Moving on, Miss Kitka takes a cab to the secret hideout, sure why the fuck not, and here we meet the crown, or should it be, clown prince of crime, the Joker, played by Cesar Romaro, and I love the fact he refused to shave his tash off, so they just kicked on white makeup instead, and boom, Joker. And then we have Penguin, played by Burgess Meredith of, well, the Rocky movies, and that's about it. And the Riddler, played by Frank Gorshin, who sat out season two of the show. I know I did a few episodes in season three. I believe there's actually three Riddlers at one point. There's Frank Gorshin, there's John Aston, and some other guy. So, mm, continuity there. Yay. So here we have it. The Joker, Penguin, Riddler, and Catwoman versus Batman and Robin. Who wins? Camp! That's who! Side note, I love the cross-eyed octopus squeezing the world as the logo to United Underworld, with its quote, Today Gotham City, tomorrow the world. Because why wouldn't you have a logo and a bloody quote? I mean, for crying out loud. One thing here, why have both the Riddler and the Joker? Isn't that a bit redundant? Why not have Egghead, Mr. Freeze, Mad Hatter, or any of the slew of other Batman villains? Why have Riddler and Joker? And I do like the fact that even though they're a team, they cannot stop bickering like an old married bloody couple. They are constantly infighting and backbiting each other, which is hilarious. Also, here we meet their captive, Commodore Schmidtlamp, played by Reginald Denny, whose yacht they've stole and his invention that somehow sucks all the moisture out of something, leaving only coloured crystals, yet that'll somehow work for a drinks company? Kenan. Wait, why am I asking about a plot here? This is Batman 66. Just go with a bloody ride already. Meanwhile, in the Batcave, with all its 60s-ness, including a huge Batcomputer that can do literally anything, and a huge-ass nuclear reactor, Robin makes a discovery that the boat, rather the yacht, that sent out the SOS was a hologram all along. Never mind, they don't have this technology today, no mind the fucking mid-60s bit, moving the fuck right along. And I love the fact that Batman just talks down to Robin, then pulls out of fresh air. The boy that uh, is in the picture is actually the hologram technology on it. Even looking at the bloody picture, what Robin is handing off the door to the Batmobile, to the Batboat, and note this specialised custom speedboat was built by Gladstone. Or Gladstone, rather. And could only be used if the premiere was at their factory in Austin, Texas. And this thing was actually free, I believe. So the premiere was at Austin, Texas. No wings in this one. I guess that'd be stupid. Looking at you, Batcopter. Off the speed to the boy, where they're stuck to it via magnets and using the metals from the utility belts. Meanwhile, in Penguin's submarine, shaped like what else? A penguin of it, of course. Penguin commands to fire torpedoes at Batman and Robin. And I love the f this set for the <clears throat> deep sea ocean. Is a wall with the perfect Bruce blue sky wallpaper on it. And the ocean is a paddling pool, which I think about 10 feet bloody deep. 
Think Truman Show, but cheaper. I mean, this thing has bubbles in the wallpaper. That's how cheaply and how quickly this thing was thrown up. I mean, it's a bloody joke. And hold on a second here. Batman uses his bat fingerprint kit on the boy to find fingerprints. Okay, then. This thing is supposed to be in a deep sea. Yeah, he's looking for fingerprints. Hello, water and salt. Moving right on, Penguin fires torpedoes at the Diamond Duo. No matter, however, Batman uses the Bat Signal Scrambler to make the torpedoes misfire, because of course he does. Basically, he pulls a third Doctor by reversing the polarity of the neutron ray. It works on two, but not the third. Are the Dynamic Duo fish food, or can they torpedo the criminal mastermind's plan? Find out next week. Same Bat time, same Bat channel. Actually, they get away last second as a porpoise, sorry, a porpoise rather, dies in front of the torpedo, blowing itself up. Thank you, Aquaman. Yay. Uh, wait a minute here. What in the f did I just read out there? Also, why not just take off the fucking utility belts? I mean, uh, back at the Batmobile, Robin calls the Pentagon on the Bat's car phone, because why not? To ask if they have sold any post-war nuclear subs. They have, to a Mr. P.N. Gwynn. Gee, who can that be? Moving on, the Riddler fires a missile into the air from Penguin's totally not a bathtub toy submarine. It explodes, leaving behind two riddles. What does a turtle turkey do when it flies upside down? And what weighs six ounces sits in a tree and is very dangerous. And since when can missiles skywrite? Uh, with that, they roar back to the Batcave to solve the riddles. And holy spinning bat logo, Batman! As we have transitioned to the police headquarters, where Batman and Robin gets <coughs> help from the useless Chief O'Hara and even more useless Commissioner Gordon. Robin pulls out the answers out of his ass. This somehow leads him to. Catwoman, and now they know they're up against four. Batman deduces they must mean to take over the world, because of course he does, because logic, I'm guessing. Back at the lopsided villain HQ, as Catwoman tells the boys uh, the plan to kidnap the United Nations um, cabinet and start World War Three. Riddle comes up with a better plan, a new plan. <sighs> To use Miss Kitka as bait to kidnap Bruce Wayne, which will bring out Batman, they then have to kill him using one of Joker's jack-in-the-box traps, fling him into the air, straight into the arms of Penguin's exploding octopus. Did you get that? No, tough! I am not going cross-eyed again trying to explain that fucking subplot. I wonder how much of the budget was actually used on LSD and other drugs while writing this fucking thing. Anyway... I love how swirly eyed Riddler is, even out hamming the Joker. So the plan's put into action as Miss Kitka charms the pants off Bruce. The two go out on a date, which makes Dick jealous. And I've got to tell you one, there's nothing worse than angry Dick. Alfred, played by Alan Napier, sees out Miss Kitka as Bruce slides down the bat pole into the bat cave. To hand Robin the riddles, Miss Kitka gave him earlier. The riddles somehow point to Miss Kitka being in danger. So Batman tells Alfred and Robin to follow them 
on their date in case the Redor attacks. I love the fact that Alfred is wearing a domino mask, yet he's in full butler attire. While driving the Batmobile, due to Robin being too young to drive, yet he can fly a fucking helicopter, but he can't drive a bloody car. Also, how subtle is this taking the Batmobile out and not one of Bruce's many other fucking cars? Later that night, after dinner, a jealous dick falls behind Bruce's horse-drawn carriage as they spy them using the onboard bat CCTV uh, monitor. After some dancing, it's back to Miss Kitcar's penthouse. So Bruce wants some <coughs> pussy. Luckily, Catwoman is there then. A bashful Robin doesn't want to spy on Bruce's uh, kitty delight. And here, Riddler, Joker, Penguin and goons fly into the penthouse on giant umbrellas. Rocket fucking umbrellas. What in the fuck was on this bloody set? Again, how much acid was used while writing this and indeed filming the bloody thing? With Bruce Smitten as Miss... Oh, sorry. With Bruce Smitten on Miss Kitka, Riddler and company break in and beat Bruce up and then kidnap them both. Robin turns back on the bat CCTV cameras to spy on Bruce. However, he says the penthouse is trashed then Vertigo and company flying off on their giant bloody umbrellas. I mean, this movie. One thing here, did Batman put teeny CCTV cameras all over Gotham City? If so, how and when? Back to Bad Guy HQ. Riddler's Jack in a Box is set up. All need is Batman. Bruce comes to and threatens to rip them limb from rim. If Miss Kitka is harmed, Bruce demands to see her, so he's taken to a room where Kitka is held. Bruce blankly tells her they're doomed, so they must kiss and, well, make sweet passionate love, because, like I said, Captain Kirk. She blows him off, saying she overheard that they're just bait and they will be let go after Batman is dead. Bruce escapes quickly and easily, returning to Wayne Manor. In this fight escape, which doesn't have the zoom, boom, ouch, bubbles pop up, one of of the Joker's goons trips the trap and is set flying into arms of the octopus as it blows him up sky bloody high. Well, a small toy is anyway. Returning to his worried dick, Bruce quickly returns to villain HQ in full Batman attire as they have left a bomb. And wait a minute here, I've got to tell you about Penguin's crazy plan to use the dehydration ray gun to turn five goons into dust and then trick Batman into thinking Penguin is the Commodore, then get him to take him to the Batcave and then he will kill, sorry, rehydrate the goons and kill Batman. I've got to say, this dehydrating ray gun looks like a bloody prototype Ghostbusters backpack. Anyway, Q. The Batman and Robin walking slash climbing up the side of a building scene, as you do. And here it is, Batman running around the docks with a huge Acme-style bomb. You know, sometimes you just can't get rid of a bomb. Yeah, tell me about it, mate. These fucking movies are ridiculous fucking bombs. Including this bloody one. With the fuse running out, Batman runs through the docks as it explodes. So, did Batman get his bomb surprise? Will Robin ever get center stage. Can this movie get any more stupid? Find out here. Same bad time. Same bad pod. Robin runs to where the bomb blew up. Luckily, Batman lobbed it last second, hiding behind scaffolding equipment as that saved him. 
Also, we get the moral of the story to why Batman saved the bar. Quote, they may be riffraff and drinkers, Robin, but they're still human beings and can still be saved. Yeah, fuck you, Robin, you complete, utter waste of a gay type, you fucking judgment auto twat. Fuck you. Out walks the Commodore, and totally not Penguin, in a cheap glued-on beard to ask Batman Robin for help. Even though they know fair well this is Penguin, Batman gasses him and takes him to the Batcave. Now inside the Batcave, Penguin uses water to rehydrate his powdered goons, but oh no, he used hard water, not soft water, and they vanish in one punch. One quick fight later, and Penguin just runs off. What the actual fuck? Also, still no popping zap zoom bap that's crap. Batman still thinks Penguin is the Commodore, so gasses him again and takes him to the city. And since when is Batman this fucking dumb? <sighs> Moving on, as we never finished with this piece of shit. Batman fakes the Batmobile breaking down, so Penguin, not even checking the fucking engine, steals the car after gassing Batman Robin using his gas Penguin umbrella. Coming to instantly, Batman Robin run to the Bat Cycle and Sidecar. I'm just going to leave that one right there because why the fuck would it be in the middle of nowhere? And if I thought the Batmobile in Batman Forever was unsafe, I was fucking wrong, as Robin has to not only kneel in this sidecar, which has no bloody belt, he has to steer this thing as it ejects, flying him at rocket speed to the fucking Batcopter at the airport as the Batcopter lifts off. Where they track the Batmobile straight to Penguin's submarine, in which Riddler fires yet another missile to leave yet another bloody riddle. The missile clips the Batcopter, which crash lands on top of foam beds, just lying out open because meh. The rules are what goes up white and come down yellow, and how do you divide 17 apples among 16? This somehow means the United Nations building. So here we have it, the memorable mean, uh, I can't fucking speak, the memorable special moment of Batman Robin running down the street in fucking blue screen or black screen or green screen, whatever the fuck screen it was. And I think if Adam West did this for real, his girdle would snap off, killing dozens of people. Meanwhile, in Penguin's totally not a toy submarine, the vicious villains spring their ultimate plan into action to start World War III by dehydrating the United Nations Council members and kidnapping them all, as Penguin waddles down the hallways, gassing everyone in sight using his special gas umbrella. Rest me up to tell him Batman is dead. And I love the fact they're all wearing special coloured domino masks, like you couldn't tell he's a fucking Catwoman. Riddler, Penguin and the Joker, but eh. <sighs> they break into United Nations and dehydrate the members, kidnapping them all. Batman Robin show up, just as the villains leave, with Catwoman threatening to kill Miss Kitka if they indeed follow. <sighs> In the total real sub and not a toy, you can buy for a little Timmy this Christmas, just ask fucking your special toy type person. The villains celebrate until Robin fires death charges to the submarine, forcing it to surface. Wait, the plan has changed to... Um, if the United Nations want their people back, they have to pay $1 million a piece. That's only $6 million. Wait, hold on. $1 million! A piece. As I say, I mean, I mean, who the fuck came up with this? Anyway... Let's get this piece of shit over with. The submarine surfaces and we get the final showdown between bats and the goons. Finally we get zip, pow, bow, bish, bosh, that crap. 
as Batman and Robin kick ass. Of the villains defeated, Batman saves the day. And somehow in this fight, he realises Catwoman and Miss Kit Kat are one and the same. Well, no shit, Sherlock. Anyway, too bad the idiot Commodore smashes the vials containing the dust of the international members. Still no matter, a quick trip to the Batcave to use the Bat Super Molecular Dust Separator, because of course not. And boom, it's all fixed. Back to Intonation's buildings and one drop of water later. And the world's problem is now solved due to Batman's fucking up the bloody pixie dust. Batman and Robin leave by the window as credits roll on this camp 60s piece of ham. But will I get a high rating or not? Find it here. Same bat time, same bat rating. So, that was Batman 66, a light and fluffy camp slice of 60s bug nuts mental TV. This thing falls to pieces after the one hour mark. It isn't camp enough, funny enough, or indeed dumb enough to have a fun time. The thing just falls flat, even though it is trying its hardest, it fails miserably. I'm going to give this thing a very, very generous 4 out of 10. Still, come back next week as I wrap up Batman Month with Nolan's Batman movies, all three in one mega a podcast. So don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Also, follow me on Twitter at Here's a Johnny's a Pod and email me your suggestions to Here's Johnny's Reviews at gmail.com. Check out my other superhero podcasts of Iron Man, Blade, Captain America, and more. Also, my solo podcast of Catwoman, Supergirl, Elytra, and more. A bye, and remember. I watch these bad movies so you don't have to. Now I'm off to get rid of this bloody bat bomb.